And now, weighing in out of the blue corner, Josh the Pong Thompson. 100% And on the other mic, he weighs in from the red corner, Big John McCarthy. All right, here we go. It is the Weighing In Podcast. We are here to talk about the things that are going on in the world of MMA, sometimes boxing and sometimes just whatever the hell we feel like. It is Josh the Punk Thompson and me, John McCarthy, with Podcast Dave on the controls, doing all the the behind-the-scene work and doing a fantastic job. And Josh, that shirt, just fantastic, brother. (laughs) <laughs> we just got back from Florida, baby. This is like that Miami Vice colors and stuff. I love that is this. So is, this Don is the old Johnson, school. man. Yeah, this is this is a throwback. This I love this style shirt. You didn't. You were making fun of me, of course, because it's got a little bit too much pink in there. I think for your for your blood, but I love it because I was actually we were at the the fights in in Hollywood, and there was a black light in the back area there, and it lights up in the black light, it pops really. So I was like, all right, you know what? I'm going to pick me up one of those. So I grabbed one real quick from uh, the Bellator booth over there. And uh, I can I think they're still available on the Bellator.com site as well. So check them out if you guys like it. I like this. This is one of my, probably my favorite one. Yeah, that one right there, because it shines under a black light, would be the exact reason I would not be wearing that someday. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I mean, like, your it's forehead shines pretty well. So it's okay. Yeah, mine, dude, my forehead's perfectly <laughs> that. Not a wrinkle on it, dude. Not, not a wrinkle one. on it. And, not until one. You talk. Until not you one. Dry brows. No, not one <laughs> wrinkle. There's like twelve. Uh, twelve. <laughs> not one, but twelve. <clears throat> Excuse me. All right. Well, hey, before we get started, you guys, make sure you guys hit that subscribe button. Look, I know I say this all the time in the beginning of the show, but let's try to just get that, share our knowledge and share our page to everybody out there. So hit that subscribe button. Hit the little bell so you guys know when we drop our shows. But get, let's get our show out there so you guys can repost us, retweet us, whatever it is that is out there, or just copy the link down there and also send it out on your uh, social media. We'd really appreciate it. Help us grow our show, man. We've been doing pretty well, and uh, we love doing this, so let's just keep bringing it to you. John, exactly. what are we going to talk about? Bro. There's we got the UFC fight coming up here soon, right? There is UFC fight night coming up. Misha Tate, one of your favorites, coming back for her second I, fight after I retirement. Say, I don't know if she's one of my favorites. She might be my favorite. Ooh, she might be my favorite. Might be your favorite you know? against Caitlin Vieira. That's a it's uh, tough. That's a tough go, but they're yeah. both very good on the ground. And and the one thing that I think if you're looking at Vieira's last fight, she didn't. I think it was her last fight. It might have been one before. Yeah, she had the loss against uh, Kuniskaya, where she was mm-hmm. taking her down, being in the top position, and Kuniskaya was actually doing the better work from underneath and and got the win. And uh. She better not be in that position with Misha because Misha is very good with her submission. She's very good with her striking, even off of her back. So she can find herself in the same spot. I hope she's learned from that one fight and fixed <coughs> some of the things that she was doing. Uh, she's a good fighter and she's tough as hell, but so is Misha. So it's a great matchup. It's a good main card fight. Yeah. Dave, can you pull up Misha's um, Instagram? Dave's going to be inserting some pictures today. <laughs> I mean, she's 35, maybe 35. 36 now. She's 35 years old, and she is ripped. Look at that. Like, when she was champ, she didn't look like that. And I know we talked about this, le- I think, a little bit before yeah. her last fight. But she has done a great job of making sure that she's taking this extremely. Look how lean her legs are. 
No, her legs aren't never, lean. Her her legs are are jacked. Yeah, she got quads. She was never. Man. She looks yeah, good. She was never. She was never like that when she was fighting when she was younger. No, she was never that that ripped. Yeah, <laughs> this is what I want to remind people, and maybe I'm I'm going to toot my own horn here a little bit. People gave me a lot of flack when I did Joe Rogan show, and I said that women don't hit their prime until like 34, 35, 36, like that. And I got a lot of flack for that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Dave, you got to take that down. I'm sorry. but That's a good one to say, put it right there, Dave. You know what keep, I mean? Like, she is up. lean. She has, I mean, I understand that you take it serious, that she's been taking it serious. She's always taking it serious. But I don't know. I have this belief that, I feel like females don't seem to find their groove in their and in, in their physical peak until like 34, 35, 36. And they just I don't I can't without being offensive. You they need just to mature. Stop. They yeah, I know they just mature though. Like look, even her facial structure though, like her face is leaned out. Everything is leaned out like I don't know how to explain it. You know, um I feel like women that are in there, I've seen a lot of beautiful women say in their 24 26 27 but then you see them again later on at 34 35 and they don't like i don't want to say baby fat but they have like their facial structure seems like it has leaned out they have done i don't know they just look like they have matured into them into their body or into their everything else so she's i mean like she has done you she need to just a lot of hard work. stop. I get stop. it. I get it. It's Anyways, not working. Was, <clears throat> what you really need to say is I was patting myself on my back. After having two babies, yes. she is not gaining any fans from women out there who, who use that as, well, you know, I had two kids. She looks better than ever. I mean, she's yeah. in that position where she has really jumped on her workout program, her nutrition program, and you're seeing the results. And we'll, we'll see if those results pay off in the cage yeah yeah i think i think that she's always been pretty strong for her size she's mm -hmm. lacked a little bit in speed which we've talked about but i yeah. feel like with the her last fight she looked like she was the same actually, speed she I, was before she left no, or a little she bit actually, faster. She actually looked faster yeah yeah and so um i don't know i think also too maybe just time away from the sport could be got her to to rejuvenate herself you know, just like, okay, look, I, she was working for one. She was living in Singapore. You know, that whole feeling and then coming back to Vegas and then being around everyone that she knows and she, getting back into training with the young and up-and-coming, you know, females that are there probably just rejuvenate her a little bit. Like, okay, you know what? I'm, I'm working with – I'm training with these girls, and I'm doing just fine with them. I know it's not a fight, but I'm in the gym doing just fine. I have just had, you know, a second baby. I'm All I do is get in shape. <clears throat> I think she she might. I remember when I said people thought I was crazy that she might be able to make a title run. I mean, we're gonna find out this weekend if she can get it done. But I, she's got a little bit left in her, I think. Let me look at look at her. That's what I'm, that was my point, John. Look at her body in the sure dog picture, and then look at her body, you know, at the uh, and that was UFC 200 when she was already the champ. Yeah. And then look at her body now. I, I mean, it's I just agree. completely different. Yeah. Um, but that's but what like, look, can you, that's what. But, Proper nutrition yeah. and working out like a bandit will do for you. And you're going to get that way. And she's putting in yeah. the time. It's time and yeah, effort. She's a stud. She's a stud. She's a stud for sure. She's got a great work ethic and she's a stud. Um, But what is, can you pull up the brackets? I'm oh, not the, the brackets. Sorry, the rankings. Let's say brackets. Sorry, Dave. Sorry, I pulled up a picture. I started losing my train of thought. 
It'd be in the 135. Yeah. That's mumbling. Already at eight. Yeah, she's already at eight. I think she beats Aspen Ladd. She, I don't know if she'd fight Juliana Pena because they, I think they trained together for a while when they were up in Washington. Maybe she would, you know. Um, she was Juliana's coach for uh, tough. Yeah. Um, I mean, Juliana's fighting for the title next, correct? Yep, against Amanda. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, like, if you put her up in that mix... I mean, I, I think it'd be probably next would be either Aspen Ladd or Irene Aldana, correct, to get her to jump the line. Who do you think? I would think that Kuniskaya would be the one that would be, you know, next? jumping up there. If you're getting into Pena and Aldana, I mean, she's already. Let's just be honest. The rematch to make is the Holly Holm. She beat Holly. Now it was if you go back and you watch the fight, you know, from what I remember, you know, it was uh you know, she lost the first round. She won the second round and I think she won at ten eight when uh it was Yeah, that surprised me. When you told me that a while back, that surprised me. No, she did. She dude, she had, you know, she was doing good work. She got, you know, mm-hmm. position on Holly, you know, kept advancing her position, got to her back. I mean, she she deserved a ten eight in that round, but then Holly won the third and the fourth and you know, Misha had to go out there and finish her, and she did. But yeah. can she do it again? I don't know. But I, I'm sure that Holly would like to get that one back. And so you look and you say, you want to jump up in the ranks? There's your perfect fight. It's a perfect rematch. It won her the belt, and Holly would. Uh, I'm sure Holly would really like that rematch. Yeah, the only one that I, I think in that ranking system that I'm looking at that I'd like to keep her away from would be Jermaine. Just the physical strength. Yeah, but uh, if she got Jermaine power. to the ground, she'd have a ch- she'd have a chance in that fight. Yeah, she'd have a really good chance if she got her to the ground. I just, oof, that's a tough one because Jermaine. <laughs> like, I mean, and let's be. I mean, like, I mean, Misha when she's taking shots, she's not the same fighter trying to get the takedown. No. You know, we saw that with the, when she lost to Amanda Nunes. So <clears throat> when she starts taking shots, she's she starts to to wilt a little bit in terms of she don't like to get. No one likes to get hit, but. She doesn't handle the damage as well as some of you know as as somebody like Jermaine. Jermaine, well, she'll take a shot to give a shot, but Jermaine yeah. also can't hang with her on the ground. No, you know, but she's gonna have a hard time getting her down. I think I think uh, Misha will have a hard time getting her down. I'm just looking in terms of who we can get there to jump to jump the line. I was thinking if she gave her the next one, be Aspen Lad. Then after that, kind of see where Holly and and uh, Aldana and and where Juliana ends up after, and then fight one more to get to the title shot. Got her fighting a lot, man. Yeah, I know, but hey. <laughs> I think hey. the first thing she's got to do is get past Win. Vera. There you go. Yeah. you got to get past yeah. Vera. And that's not going to be an easy thing because on the ground, yeah. they match up very well. Well, it should be fun. I guess we will see. We will. Michael right. Chiesa takes on Sean Brady. Now, that's a good matchup. Yes. That's, you talk about, uh, you know, on the ground, they match up very well. Mike Mike does things a little bit different. He's longer, got longer levers. His uh, the way he goes about setting up his, you know, taking in the back and how he does certain things. He's slick, but Brady, he's a black belt in jujitsu and he's damn good. He is a hell of a ground specialist, and he's got good striking. He's very quick and explosive in the stand up. Mm-hmm. So that, that's a that's where I, Mike's got to be careful in that stand up range. He's got to be very careful of what happens. He's got the length on him by far, uh, but you know 
power-wise, Brady's got it. I think speed-wise, Brady's got it. So that's a, that's going to be an interesting fight. It's going to be a tough fight. Yeah. It's going to be a tough fight for both of them. Yep. You know, Brady, I think, has got a little bit more of the punching power. He's got the better wrestling in terms of stuff and takedowns, he's, and he's just as good as Kiesa on the ground. The longer leverage is going to play a factor. Um, Kiesa, like his stand-up, he needs, he needs to believe in his stand-up. Who did he yeah. fight last time? Well, last time, last? He, no, last time he fought uh, Vicente Luque. Yeah, but Wasn't remember it? with Vicente Luque, he was able to touch Vicente Luque. He yeah. just didn't believe in it, and he kept running away and running away and made himself tired. Well, the thing if, you're, if you were going to be impressed by if you're going to be impressed by Kiesa, it was the Neil Magny fight, in my opinion, because he mm. dominated that fight. And Magny has been great on the ground and done good stuff. For the most part, Kiesa dominated that fight. So that's what you got to look at and say, man, when he's on, he's slick and he's tough to beat. But you know, yeah, Brady's fourteen and zero, and that O is there for a reason. He's damn good. I guess we're gonna find out how good he is. That's gonna put him right in that mix. Pull up the pull up the rankings. That's gonna put him right in that mix. Because Kiesa is what six? Kiesa six seven not five? Sure. six yeah. Yeah, he's six. Yeah, and Brady's what, Brady's 14? all the way down at fourteen. Man, he's jumping a line right there. <laughs> he's jumping. Hey, a that's line. what you do. That's the way to do it. You're gonna that's do it. That's what you want. I mean, he'll yes. be ranked ahead of uh, normally. Normally, it's the guy like Kiesa that says, "Why am I going to do that fight?" But I do think part of it is that record, fourteen and zero. Let me put a blemish yep. on that mark. Let me put a mark on. Well, that it's not even. It's not even so much that, but you know as well as I know, when the promotions start talking about a guy who's undefeated, yep. they start making a little bit more of a push for that guy. Yep. So once you have a loss, sure you're still marketable, but you're not as marketable if you have the zero in front of your name. That- you know. Uh, but I th- I think I really believe after looking at the rest of the card I really believe that this this fight will still the show it should still the show yeah, and the two of them one. fight it two of them they fight it at a fucking pretty fast pace yeah so this should be a fun fight uh, what else is on there you got Ronnie Yaya mm. the Yaya man going against I hate saying it Kyung Ho Kang I can't believe he is still fighting neither can I yeah. Donnie Yaya, I can't believe he's still fighting. He's been around dude, he, forever. He is, he's Velcro. You know, if he hits the ground, he's Velcro. You can't get rid of him. He moves to where he wants and he gets the submission. He's just damn good, you know, but his, his stand-up has gotten better. It's just never going to be great. His, his grappling yeah. overshines it by far. And so everyone who's going to fight him, what's the whole thing? Keep him on his feet, you know. And he's a guy, same as what you were talking, you know, if he starts getting touched, the takedowns start to look a lot worse. They start to get a lot slower and things start going downhill as far as him getting the fight to the ground. So he's got to have some success in the beginning of that fight. But the guy he's fighting in Kang, man, he's been good in the UFC. He's he's only got a couple losses, a lot of wins, and uh, he's tough. But again, it's the Bantamweights, man. Yeah, Yanni. They're 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 everywhere. Bad boys are tough. Man, best so, um, <clears throat> division. Best division in the sport right now. In the sport right now, definitely. Yeah. Uh, Joanne Wood, who used to be formerly known as Joanne Calderwood, Calderwood has changed her name. Congratulations, to Joanne and John Wood, getting yeah. married. Crazy and, kids. <laughs> yes. Um, 
it's just Dave probably guess Dave was talking about how like he just got rid of the the calder. Yeah, now you just have wood. the wood. <laughs> he's got wood. the wood. And then uh Taya Santos. <laughs> you know, again, you take a look. Look at the record. Yeah. Talia's what, eighteen and one? She's good. She's really good. And she's had a couple of couple of decisions. She had uh, Roxanne Modafari last, right? And you yeah. look and you go, you know, she, she kind of tooled Roxanne a little bit, but not when I say tool, it's just, you know, in the standup, she's just much sharper. And mm. Joanne, you know, Joanne, she's good in the standup. That's where she really made her mark. Her ground has gotten much better, but in this fight, she's got to be aggressive. She's got to go after her. Yeah. She cannot lay back like she does some of the time and kind of wait. She's got to be aggressive in it. You got to lead the dance. You got to be the person putting her on her back foot. If she puts her on her back foot and she's able to get, you know, she's got good kicks. She hides them well. She's got a good jab. Joanna's got everything. She's a good fighter. It's just if someone starts to press her, she ends up playing into their game. And that usually doesn't work well for her. So we'll see what happens with this one. Yeah. Sonnet's just going to walk her down. And she's so much faster, though, than Calderwood. She may not be able to get in in terms of the re- What was that smirk, John? What was that? I was trying to be it's the speed. really nice. Yeah, it is speed. Yeah, Speed's no, it's the speed. Difference. The speed's going to be a factor. And that's the biggest thing. And then Sonnet's going to be able to get in and get out and throw again, you know, before Calderwood can react. So she's going to have to stay long with maybe that push kick, you know, keep the long-range jab, keep her at bay. But if she misses, she can look to counter off of that. Yeah. So it could, it's going to... It really just comes down to she's gonna have she like you said she has to dictate the, the dance. She's yep. gonna have to lead the dance if she wants to work if she wants this to work. But she can't afford to be pushed backwards. Wait a second, you just got married, and then now you're fighting this week. <laughs> hey, why not? Got to pay why for that you, honeymoon, man. Yeah, but who's gonna get who's gonna get married during like who's gonna be? What happens if she would have got a black eye in training? Now you're gonna be at your wedding photos with black eye. Go on, she got married already. What's that? <laughs> she got married already? Yeah. No, I know, but you you he don't you get punched in the face at training? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what mean. Yes, no, that's what I meant. Dave has never trained, so he's never gotten punched in the face. This is true. So he wouldn't know those things, but that's okay. Yeah, I would love to because be we're going to put Dave in the Wimp to Warrior program, and he's going to Yeah, <laughs> I can't wait. This is going to be fun. Hey, John, I've okay. trained before. I've yeah. trained to work. I've trained to sports arenas. I've taken trains many places in my lifetime. Okay? <laughs> very good. I'm glad you've taken uh, trains, Dave. That's geez, very nice of you. I'm glad. Do you like trains, Dave? <laughs> you know, it depends on the day of the week. <laughs> oh man, this is great. Yanez. Uh, Sorry, Yanez versus Davy Grant. I like Davy Grant. Is a, he's a handful, man. He's tough as hell, and he he comes after you. He's pretty good everywhere. Obviously, Yana's has got the better record and everything, but I like Davy Grant in the fight. I, I just like yeah. I like his you know style and stuff. I know he lost his last fight, but it was close and it was a tough fight. So I don't know. I think uh, obviously uh, Adrian Yanis can win it. He's good. It's He's just good. something about Davy always tends to pull things out. He tends to you know out out will out gut his opponent. I mean, his last one was against. Uh, Cheeto Vera. So that was a tough fight. They both they they both threw down and they both went after it. You know, and he got the uh the decision over him. But David Grant, he's he's the real deal. He's tough. Yeah. 
Uh, is there any other fights on this card that you're interested in? You? And look, it's a fight night, so you know we try to talk about the ones that uh, most people want to see. But what are the fights on here? Is there anything else? Ah, uh, you know, you got uh, Ferris. I'm sorry, no L- Loma, Loma Lokobi. Is that how, is that how you look look on look bone me look bone me? I think Loma look bone me. Yeah, that's her. She is, is fun to watch. She is. Great tie boxing. She's kind of learned how to keep herself on her feet. Uh, that should be. She's fun to watch. I just enjoy her. She's. She comes where out. Is this she at? bangs where, hard. Where? Her kicks are fast and hard. Is it hard? This is one. It hard? Is it? No. Which one? Wait. Who I are thought, you talking about, John? Oh, well, no, I, was, I, I thought. I thought Loma was on that card. No. Does she get taken off? She must have gotten taken Did, off then. Must have got taken off, yeah. And remember, oh, we found out we damn. found out last week that that um, Sherdog and Topology are up to date, where the UFC website is not. So this is, this is <laughs> oh, damn. Right more, uh, I Sherdog thought she was Topology. She was fighting uh, Godina. So who's Godina's fighting? Uh, she's fighting oh yeah, no, Tom that's Clark. Loma. Oh, that's her. You never said a single word that sounded like any of those. That's that's because I go by the name that I know of her. There yeah. you go, Loma. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I've Look, seen bone her me. She's the one that just walks walks you down. Does the yes, and throws who was killer kicks who, and everything. Yeah, who was her? She has a great push kick, a tip kick. Oh, uh, who was her last fight? Last fight was Sam know. Hughes, who's Sam also on Hughes, this card. Who's also on the card? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I remember she's watching watch. that fight. She's, she's got good foot sweeps as well. Oh, so when she's you get good. Into the clinch. She yep. foot sweeps. Yep. I, I didn't really see a whole lot of her on the ground, so I can't imagine it's all that great since she's majority tied. But she, I saw a couple times where she did get to the top position. She looked like she had some nasty ground pound, but just enough to get out of the yeah. guard. Yeah, she's, you know, so she like could get caught shots. down there. She's not, you know, she's definitely not, you know, someone that should stay on the ground for long. If you if you're you've hurt your opponent, but yeah, she, on the feet, she's fun to watch. Great. All technique. right. Well. That's going to wrap up this fight night card, and then we're going to jump into some fan, some news, and then we'll probably do some Q&A, a little bit of fan questions for you guys as well. But, uh, you know, that's yep. for, that's the only card this week because we got Thanksgiving next week, so I don't think there's a card the following week, which is not Thanksgiving. Nothing for nobody. So you guys are going to need a lot of us rambling on either fan questions or Q&A or whatever else we decide to do. Oof. We're going to do some fun Trouble. stuff. So we're going we're gonna to do a lot of fun stuff during this holiday time because there's not a lot of action going on. And so I know there's a big pay-per-view for the UFC and then Bellator has their last fight, which is stacked car because they got to cram everybody in there that didn't get fights that are under contract that need to get fights. <laughs> so that December 3rd card is stacked. I'm like, okay. Um, all right. Well, let's see. Let's see all what right, you so got the, for us there, Dave. Yep. The first story um, has this recent beef that happened on Twitter. Um, normally, we don't talk about these, but, you know, um, it's – Obviously, quite a funny one more than anything. Where Chosun came out and said that Connor is becoming a little rich weirdo. Can you um, click on that Chael's uh, Instagram? And what does it say? Can we hear it? Uh, would, click on what? Sorry, you want to hear the video? the video? Yeah. Hold on. Hold on a second. I'll get it. Because we're allowed to play his social media. Yeah, it's public. What did you make of Connor video? Before we get into what's next for Max. Connor is on the verge of being a little rich weirdo, and it's, it's the last thing I wanted for him, but if you mark out for your own gimmick to this extent, he's posted 
uh, things and he's deleted them. I mean, I got to give the troll effort 100%. As a former troll it. myself, I get it. As, 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 a, as a former troll. As a former troll? He's still trolling, buddy. <laughs> You're doing something well, but in all fairness, Connor's not going to step in there with Max any more than he was going to step in with the guy last week, the week before that, or whoever he uh, pulls out of his hat for next week. He's got to heal himself. There's talk of Dustin Poirier, who's already smashed him twice. I mean, in all fairness, Connor is still a big draw, but he's really working against himself. He is being a weirdo. Is this wow. what he wants as his identity? A guy that's walking around with his shirt off, screaming at a television set? I mean, come on. In all fairness, when you were 22 years old, that was one thing. But as a husband and a father, you're a little bit of a dork. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Going hard to bait there, buddy. Hard oh, to bait man. for chill, man. So Connor comes you back. Lo- and you says, got you gotta love you gotta love Chael though, right? Like he he just has no boundaries. He just doesn't care, and I I love it because no. he just speaks his mind, and that's probably why he's worked with every single MMA organization there is. Everyone, you know, and at the same time, that guy he's a stud. Look oh, at man, Connor comes back with says the little broke weirdo. I can tell you right now, Chael not is broke. not broke. No, <laughs> nope, not at all. Don't don't let the way he dresses fool you. Yes. By this young man, though. this man is not broke, by the way. <laughs> yes. Con- I think Connor means by comparison. Well, yeah, he, yeah, but still. Uh, it, it, I'm sorry, but you know how many people would love to have as much money as Chael does? Like, it's insane. I mean, it's when, when you're talking fighters that have been successful, he works, like I said, he used to work for UFC, worked for ESPN. Was it ESPN? ESPN? Well, no, he, he worked, for, worked, for, worked for UFC and UFC Fox with UFC mm-hmm. Tonight. Yeah, and that kind of went away. Then he went with Bellator, and he worked with Bellator, and then he went to ESPN from there. So being with ESPN, that was before the UFC signed with ESPN, and then as the UFC signed there, then he's there, and they like him, so they keep him. And then he actually took Kenny Florian's spot for a show with the PFL. I mean, he's everywhere. Yeah, it's the chill hour. Yeah, he <laughs> he he finds a way to get in there and do it. He does a good job. I mean, like. You know, you got to cipher through some of the bullshit here and there, but he knows that. <laughs> it's great. I mean, he was a guy. I, well, let me tell you guys this story. We were doing some um, promo videos, <laughs> and he was the guy. He went before me, and I. it was like one of the first times I'd ever done a, one of the promo videos leading up. It was for the Gay Guard, or not Gay Guard, sorry, the John Fitch and Roy McDonald fight. It was, they were both in the uh, court, semifinals to get to the finals in the welterweight Bellator World Grand Prix. He goes first. He talks about John Fitch. This guy has me believing for a split second, but I, I'm easily convinced. Like, ask John. People can convince me with just like a couple, <laughs> couple words. I believe in people. I want to believe what they're saying. And he legit was talking about how John Fitch, he could compare him to Babe Ruth. And Babe, he, and like John, like Babe Ruth, John Fitch calls his shots. He gets in that cage. He points out in the field. And, and Chael's standing in front of the camera, like literally pointing to the field, like he, out there to left center field or whatever and pointing to the camera. And he's saying all this, like, John tells you, I'm going to take you down. And there's not a damn thing you can do about it. Like how Babe Ruth called his shot. He pointed out there and bam, the ball was gone. And I'm just thinking to myself, you guys want me to follow this? Like, no, I'm, no, supposed no, to, hold, I'm supposed to hold do it, this. Hold it. I got, I got to say. That's not the one that got you bad. The one, one that got, got you me? bad was the James Gallagher one. Because what, what, you were sitting there because the, I was there, right? And Chael, they say, Chael, you ready? You're going to talk about James Gallagher. And I can't remember who he was fighting at the time. You can talk about James Gallagher. He says, okay, no problem. 
And he goes, who's James Gallagher? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hold it. He does. He goes, who's James Gallagher? Right. Yeah. We go, uh, he fights out of SBG in Ireland. He's like the little kind of uh, featherweight. I think it was a featherweight at the time. I said he's uh, like he kind of mimics Conor McGregor stuff. He goes, oh, yeah, yeah, red hair. Okay, I got it. Got it. All right, ready to go. And the, he starts off, and the first thing he says is, so I'm sitting in my house, and I get this text, and it's Conor McGregor, and he's telling me, Chael, you have got to see this guy named James Gallagher. He's fantastic on the ground. He does this. He does that. I'm telling you, I saw, I started looking at tape, and sure enough, man, he, this kid is fantastic. And he starts you know, bumping him up, and you looked, like, you looked oh. over at me like, he got a text from Conor McGregor about James Gallagher. I go, no, he's lying. Man. <laughs> oh shit! It's like I love him. it's it's true, uh, man. Like I, I don't want to tell you how many times I've been at the desk with him, and he'd be like, "Hey, because you know, like you fighters, as we're up there, okay, we'll say, hey, Josh, you talk about this fighter, you know, Chael, you talk about this fighter." Yeah. And then Chael turned to me and go like, can we switch? And I'm like, yeah, sure, no problem. He's like, I don't know who the other guy is. <laughs> like, what the fuck? He's like, yeah, I, you know, I, mean, I know him, but, I, you know, like. But I don't know. I, I think, don't know what to say. Know, I, don't know, I don't know really what to say. And I'm like, Chael, you're he's at a loss funny. for words. He's like, he's great, man. He's never Just at a loss for words. No, he's never. But you can tell. So anyways, go ahead. What, so then Connor comes back and says, yes, can't bait the can't bait the whale, lads. No chance. And so um, what Connor says. So, or not Connor, so Chael, but Chael says, says what? She says, it's not too late to stay off my radar. Just put down a shot glass of awful bottom shelf whiskey. Turn off your oh! back, out of the, back out of the big boy saloon nice and slow. Connor comes back and says, just set up the tripod in the corner of your box room and tell your two views the promo code for the window sheen. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> good. That was Damn pretty good. good. Connor McGregor, uh, score one on I, that one. I like that one. I thought Chael, I thought I was plus one for Chael, and then Ch- and then Connor came back with the plus one for himself. They're tied up again, yep, back to one one go. though. Chael says, Oh, and leave a nice heartfelt apology on the table as you exit. And Connor says, A nice tip. So it seems like it finished on a fairly I think they're just having fun with each other. I think uh, <laughs> Oh man. Cause you know, I mean, like Ch- Chael's the kind of guy that like if he knows you're a hot topic, he'll bring you up at any moment, any chance he gets. Absolutely. And so this is one of those things where, you know, he's just, he brought it up. He's always been very positive about Connor. I mean, majority of people have. And even when he was doing his horrible shit, majority of people would try to be nice, you know, about him. Because they're like, okay, well, I just continue to be nice. Maybe we'll, he'll be nice to me back. But that's just not how it works. So Chael <laughs> is the guy that he just kind of, he just likes to bring him up quite a bit, but this is one of those. I think a lot of people have to agree. It's getting a little weird right now, John. It's getting a little weird. He's probably getting. I think. I think Connor's getting stir crazy. <laughs> I think it's. I think he he wants to get back into fighting. You know, and he's got yeah. his. He's well. He's got he's got his physical therapy. He's, he's. You know what it's like when you get you know a metal plate, a metal rod put in you. It's going to take a while, man. It is not an easy thing. It's like, you know, everyone's got their, oh, no, he's going to kick so much harder. No. No. Now he's going to be in pain when he kicks someone and he lands it exactly where he wants it to land. It's still going to hurt. And he's going to feel it. And it's going to make it to where he doesn't want to throw it as much. So he's got to build up that, you know, that callus on it or whatever you want to say. He's got to get used to it. It's going to take a while. He's, you know, I will say that he looks freaking huge right now yeah 
You know, he's obviously been lifting weights a lot and stuff, but man, he is, he's jacked right now. So it's not, you can tell he's working out. I don't think he's working out to be, you know, a fighter on a, on his, you know, comeback for his next fight, but he's obviously working out. Yeah, we, he's not someone that's been known for his conditioning and his cardio, like into those fourth and fifth rounds. He slows down quite a bit after round two. And since that being the case, I don't know how much size he should be putting on. Well, you know, like the more, the more size, the more oxygen it takes to fill those, oh, to yes. feed those muscles. You know, so I mean, look, there's no doubt he's he's always had a little bit of pop, but the best he ever looked was against Eddie Alvarez, and the yep. reason why he looked good was he was real. I know it was early too in the fight, but he had a lot of bounce in his step. He was sticking and moving. He was flowing, basically like flowing like water, and that's what made him look good. And that's that's why he was hard to hit he's gotten to the size now where it's like, you can tell it, it will take a lot out of him to move around the way he was moving in that fight. Cause he's carrying so much muscle. So there's a lot to be, there's a lot to be talked about. I think if you're his nutritionist or you're his uh, coaches or whatever it is, you better get it together. My man, you know, if you yeah. plan on making a run, trying to get back and make a title run, I don't see it ever happening again. He just, he lacks too many areas. You know, when he was younger, the athleticism, the speed, he was really, really dedicated. There was no outside distractions. His whole goal was to be the best. Yep. And you could tell by the way he performed. That shit ain't, that shit ain't around no more. He ain't that guy. Well, so, all right, let's, let's tell another story because you sat there with me and Connor's you know, manager in Audiotar mm-hmm. when we talked to, talked to him about it and said, man, He's got to get back to who he was, not what he's doing now. You know, all the the workouts now and being on the bike, you know, in Dubai. Look, all that's great. I'm not saying he's not working out. It's not the same. It's not all the hours that he put into practice. It's not all the training that he did when he wasn't that guy and he was trying to become that guy. That's when he got to that level. And it only takes a little bit of difference for it to tail off and we've seen in his last you know his last fight i think this this one was before uh the second fight with uh well excuse me third fight with poirier you know after he had lost the second one i said he didn't look anything like the guy that we all got used to he looked like a guy trying to box in an mma match i said through very few kicks i said it's just not him i go he can't be that guy and so you know it's going to take a while. It's going to take something, you know, to, to get it to where, you know, he either says, you know, I'm going to go back to exactly what I was doing and, and work in that same manner. And he can get better. Look, he's fast. He is accurate. He, he's one of the best fighters I've seen at understanding distance and controlling that distance and being able to make his opponent pay when they, you know, on the counters and stuff the way he does. It's when you talk about, you know, that Eddie Alvarez fight. He could have gone 10 rounds like that because he was in control of it. He was in control of the pace. He was in control of everything that was happening out there. He was not breathing hard. You know, that's the kind of fight that he can go a long ways. It's when guys are able to press him and push him that he can't control that pace. Uh, it's a little bit different animal then. Mm-hmm. So you know, everything's about who you're fighting and how they, you know, what their game plan is against you. But it's, uh, there, there are fights out there for him. You know, there are fights that you look and you go, I, I saw him and uh, Masvidal kind of going at, you know, each other a little bit too. And I was like, that would be good. 
I'm sorry. I think, you know, he should, you know, come on. That would be fun. Masvidal would murder him. He wouldn't they even both be fight at 170 at times. Both of, them been, both of them have been 155 also. No, Masvidal would murder him. No, and I'm not trying <laughs> to take anything away from Dustin Poirier. You don't think, you don't think Masvidal would want that fight? Of course he would. Of course it. he would. Of okay. course he would. But, I mean, I honestly believe that that whole top 10 of 170 pounds just mopped the floor with him. I mean, do you think about him with Michael Chiesa? You think about him with Sean Brady? Sean Brady's not even in the top 10. He's number 14. He would just destroy him. It wouldn't even be close. I can't look. Can you pull up 170? I don't. I mean, I, I, I'm not agreeing with you on that at all. To, okay, go through, go through go 170. Go ahead. Colby Covington beats the brakes yeah. off of him. Gilbert okay. Burns beats the brakes would, off him. Leon, okay. Leon Edwards maybe would be the only one, but remember, let's not look. Leon Edwards wrestling his jujitsu has gotten a lot better. Yeah, but yeah, okay, he's gonna he's gonna be taking Connor down. No, I think he will. Bullshit. I think ain't happening. Uh-oh. Vicente Luque, you're telling me that. Well, Luque... I didn't. Okay, I like Vicente Luque. <laughs> Look, oh, I, oh, so now it's just because you one. like him, it's okay. Hold it. No, no, I'm saying I like that matchup. I think Vicente Luque is a different beast. You're talking about. So you're not putting any respect on Leon, Leon Edwards' name, then. You're like, ah, oh, no. Nah, Styles nah. make fights, brother. He ain't taking Connor down. So it will be a fight on the feet. Not that it. Not that Leon can't win that. He could win it. But so could Connor. And v- Vicente Luque, he's going to take Connor down. I actually think Vicente would try to take him down at times. Yeah. Interesting. Stephen Thompson. Weird yeah. fight. Weird fight. I give it to Stephen. I think Stephen just the, the the with the range. He's the Connor McGregor. Uh, you know, and, like and the, you want to say Michael Chiesa? I think Connor beats Michael every time. Uh-uh. The only way Chiesa takes him. Chiesa takes he's going to try down. to take him down. He's not an easy guy to take down. I and in the that. and in the stand up, he's gonna be freaking smacking the dog shit out of Kiesa. Okay, but but and Kiesa so the takedowns also, are gonna be a lot harder. Kiesa's also a lot bigger than him. Kiesa used to fight one fifty five too. I understand that. I understand. Okay, that, so he's, he's not. Taller, yes, he's taller, longer. All right, I, he's I, taller. I think, I think I think he beats the brakes off of him. I don't think so. I I, I think Mazadal. Starches him. Neil Magny's interesting, but the reach and stuff like that poses some threats because Neil's just going to keep coming forward all the way until, you know, until Connor gets tired of backing up, fighting on his back foot. He will get tired against Neil Magny like everybody else does. <laughs> He's going to get tired, you know? So, uh, Bilal Muhammad. Good wrestler I mean, could take him down. Yeah, I think gets him down. Cosmo. I think, I think, I think Chemayev absolutely takes him down. He's got okay. that level of wrestling. Uh, Jeff Neal. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So Jeff. Neal I like Jeff Neal. He's got good. He's, he's got good hands. He ain't gonna beat him. Okay. Jing Liang. Well, are we gonna Jing go Jing all Liang. the way to fifteen now? Are you kidding? Well, I mean, me? I'm getting to. I'm going to at least. I'm going to at least Sean Brady because you said that. <laughs> I'm making sure Sean Brady can whoop that ass. That's why. Is that what? Sean, is that Sean what, Brady can beat him. Sean Brady better worry about whooping Michael Chiesa's ass. I'm just saying, Sean Brady could beat him. Ponsonibio is interesting because he can take a lot of damage, and he just keeps coming forward and that yeah. body kick, and you know, and he's just a, he's a dog. But I mean, I'm saying I'm going all to Sean Brady because, yeah. Anyways, so okay, so so two, maybe three out of the fifteen or fourteen that I got to, won't be able to beat him, or it'd make it for a fifty-fifty fight. 
you're not encouraging me, John. Here, this is not. This is not. Look, a- you can you can think what you are. You are you're in that position of saying, okay, he's done. I don't think he's done. It all depends on what he does. He's still young. He's what thirty two years done. of age. Is he thirty two? He's 30, 32, 33? 32, 33. How old is uh, Connor? It's got to be 33. 30, 33. 33? Okay. Wow. But no, stay, but go back to the rankings. He's in his go to prime, 50. dude. It's all a matter of what he does. He, he Okay, his prime was when he was 28, 29. He lost that prime when he just took when he took years away from the game, 18 I, months or whatever. Two I years agree with that. Game. He, he's going to have to get back to that. It, it took a lifetime for him to get to that prime and that peak. And now it's and now he's gone for two years, and now he's dealing with an injury. Now another year, he ain't ever getting it back. He won't get it back until he's thirty five, thirty six. If that's the case, if he's dedicated like he was back then, it's gone, John. It's gone. Money, money has changed him in terms of he's got other focuses. Not in terms of like I don't know. He I don't know if he's always been a, the way he's been, you know. But money has changed him in terms. Of he's got other things and other avenues to to make money and other things to worry about. He'll never be the gym rat that he was. Never. I I've. I would probably say you're right. He's not going to be that gym rat, and that's the difference. But if he did do that, yeah, he could go back and win against just about anybody that they put against him. I'm not Give saying everybody. Give me the odds of what you think that is. Give me the odds if he did do that. Odds of what? Going be, of him being ever a going gym rat again? A, yeah, of him ever being a gym rat and him ever actually getting back to an, like another title shot. 30%. Cause if I go through, even if I go back to the, even if I what go I just right tell now, you? I'm, I'm 30%. I just told you. 30%. If I go to 55, if I go to 55, that means he 70% beats a lot percent, of no. those guys. Oh my god. He he barely beats a lot of those guys. That's crazy. John oh, Gregor Gillespie takes him down at will. Gregor Gillespie, Gillespie wrong. Uh, you know, like Gregor I, okay. Yeah, so I, say no, Gregor, I, I think he could take him down. Not okay. not a doubt about it. But he could also get fucking knocked out because he's just okay. not good on his feet. Okay, so about, uh, you're talking. You can- oh, no, 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 you you picked up Gregor. Let's talk about this because you want to tell me that Gregor's better in the stand-up than no Connor is in the grappling. No, it's not. I say that. I know. Just so okay. Gregor could possibly take him down, but he's yeah. not going to be easy for him to take down, and he's going to get lit the fuck up on his feet. Yeah, yeah. That, that's that's your opinion. Okay, so it's like, oh really? So he's not going to get lit up on his feet. He's oh, going to do well. May, oh no, no, he's going to do take, well. It may just take him two seconds to get the takedown. Then he won't get lit up. Shit. So your argument can be void right there. Look now, let's go here. Let's Gre- go to Gregor number fourteen. Gre- let's go to Fazeev. I, I want hold Fazeev. it, hold it. If you were gonna, if you were gonna say Kevin Lee and Conor McGregor, who would you who would you say wins that? Kevin Lee or Conor McGregor? Which Kevin Lee? The only, there's only the one, one of them. Cur- the one that's current, the one at 170. Yeah, you can take him at 155 or 170. I don't care, but he he's got a knockout it. win over Gregor Gillespie. That's what can happen to Gregor. Yeah, that that was. Uh, I don't want to say it was. I don't want to say it's nothing, but it's no. Those fights happen. Those it fights was real. happen. It was real. Okay, Khabib's a wrestler. He he was able to drop Connor. What does that say? That's, <laughs> like that's like it. Ha- it happens. You can get clipped and knocked out by anybody. I didn't say my he point couldn't. Is, is Did I say well, he couldn't point, get knocked out? My point. I can my guarantee point, you, he's not going to get knocked out by Gregor. No, but he could get taken down and worked over. 
I'm not saying he can, but I can guarantee you he's not going to get knocked out by Gregor. This is the thing, John. This is my my argument. Look, I understand where you're going with this, okay? Because Brennan Schaub tried to give me the same argument with Khabib and Connor. Okay, that's kind of where you're at right now. So it's no. I said Khabib was going to beat Connor. I got you, but you're trying to say I'm saying that Gregor Gillespie, if he presses him to the fence, if he makes him work, he is not the same Conor McGregor. Does not have the same speed. Does not have the same power as the fight goes on. And I'm telling you, Gregor Gillespie could make him tired. He will not be the same fire because he out wrestles people and he will get on top of him. He will dominate that top position. All he needs is one takedown at Conor McGregor. It doesn't get up in that first round. He will not be the same fighter in the second and the third round. Okay. That's my point. So that was my argument. So I'm not, I'm not saying that, but you can't compare Gregor to okay. Khabib. You can't. Oh, I, I'm not. You I'm, can't okay, I'm, because I'm here's, not. here's the big difference. Khabib is willing to walk through people's shots. Gregor's not. I got you. That's a, that's a huge difference. I got you on that. But like, if we go through, like I said, if we go through these, Rafael Faziv, him standing with with Connor, he would do it all day. I'm not saying he'd yeah, win. He would. He stands okay. right in front of him. He'd do it Files all day. Files make fights. Uh, uh, Saryukin, he'd he'd wrestle him to death. He'd be able to probably get him down. I don't know. Like on the feet, he's okay. So. He's but okay. I think he might be able to get him down. Brad. Brad Riddle, you know, um, Diego Ferreira. Huh? Stand-up guy. Yeah, yeah. But I'm saying, like, you have these guys that are in here. Dan Hooker, it, it really depends on which Dan shows up. You know, Dan's No, it doesn't. <clears throat> no, you, th- you think he beats Dan easily? Yes, he beats Dan. Okay. Okay, so let's say he beats Dan. I think he beats – does he beat Tony Ferguson? Yeah. Tony's too slow yeah. now. Yeah, this Tony's Tony. Okay, so he beats this. Tony. Now, the, the Tony does have the chance in that he's a zombie, mm-hmm. and if he can put pressure and not get knocked out, Tony could win the fight. But yeah, yeah. he can make him tired. Yes, he can make. He I can agree. Make him, he could fight him. He, Tony could fight him the same way he fought me. Just but, walk him down. But Tony shots. takes a lot of damage, man. He does. Yes, he does. And then you go, and then RDA. I mean, RDA is just getting older. I think he beats RDA. Okay. Um, Mike, uh, Michael Chandler depends if Michael Chandler decides to fight him the way he fought Justin Gaethje, I think he loses. If yeah. Michael Chandler wrestles, I think he's got a good chance of winning. Okay. So, so what, what Michael Chandler will show up? The dumb one. It's just the guy that's, that'll sit there and go, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to make everyone happy. It's like, don't make everyone happy. Make yourself a winner. He did a video. Did you see the video he did with his son? Uh, I think on the Monday or Tuesday after. Can you pull up Michael Chandler's Instagram? He pulled. He he did a video with his son. His son asked him what happened to his his face because his (laughs) because Chandler was wearing a uh, he was wearing a face mask like an ice face mask one of those cool pads. Yeah, yeah, cool pad. This one right here. There it is, right there. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. It's it's actually kind of it's actually kind of cool. It might need subtitles, but. I thought it was. I thought it was like a, a cool little moment between the That's two. That's his of them. son Hap. Yeah. I'm trying to get the sound. I don't know on Instagram. Oh, there we go. Unrecognizable. <laughs> Let me start that again. What? I heard unrecognizable. Made some really bad decisions in his last fight that resulted in his face being virtually unrecognizable. <laughs> Therefore, to expedite the process of healing. I would like to wear the frozen mask so you, my son, may be able to see me more clearly 
soon. I love you, son. I will see you at the top. <laughs> I thought it was That's great. That's funny. That's great. Someone sent it to me, and they're like, what'd you think? And I thought, I was like, it was absolutely great. amazing. That's great. That's, that's a cool thing. That's something and it, cool to And see. his son is looking at him like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, man. Good uh, stuff. Made um, some poor choices. Yes, you did. But that's all yeah. right. Yeah, not good. Not good. Uh, <sighs> overall, though, I mean, like, so we go back to the rankings. And then you say, I say Chandler. It depends on which Chandler shows up. You put him in the rest of that mix. Those guys can beat him. I think the up-and-coming guys, you know, coming up, like you said, Vazeev and those. Why don't you just say it? You have decided to be a Connor hater. That's okay. No, I haven't decided (laughs) to be a Connor hater. John, I'm just telling you the truth. He will never get back in the gym dedicated enough to to make another title run. Now, they may push him to go ahead and get another title run because it's the UFC and he's the money man. I get it. Okay? They may push him to do that, but he'll never win another title. Okay. I don't even know if he'll get into the top five again. I mean, they may push him into there, but I don't think he's going to win to get in the top five. It really depends. I mean, RDA, Tony Ferguson, they're kind of on their way out as they get older, 37, 38 years old. You know, Chandler, I don't know how much longer he's going to be around. But if he starts fighting smart, probably a while. If he doesn't, not long. Not long. You know, Islam, Dariush, and Gaethje are seem to all, and Dustin, they're all right there. Everyone keeps telling me that Dustin's talking about retiring. So you're telling me that Connor can't beat Dariush? See? I don't know, man. Do but Neil's no, pace. It's about, it's about styles, man. Yeah, and like, it is. It's uh, and I love, I love Benil. It's not that I don't, but styles make fights, and you can you look at certain matchups, and you go, that's not a good matchup for him. So yeah, no, I agree with that. But then also, I look at the flip the flip side of that, and when I look at that, you know what it says? It says Benil fights at a pace that Connor can never fight at. That guy fights at a wild, crazy pace. He does. He brings the forward. pressure. He brings he, the pressure. He, yes. Don't get me wrong. He's sloppy. I get yep. it. Like he makes, That's the like problem. He makes a lot of mistakes. That's the problem. But in that in that same in that same breath, when I'm speaking, telling you this, he just if you get Connor going backwards, you get him fighting at a, at a pace that he's not comfortable with. He's not the same fighter either. I mean, de- like look at kind of how sloppy he got with Nate by the third and fourth round. I mean, they were both wobbled, you know, like trying to keep their balance because they were tired. Benil fights like that. He fights wild, like crazy. But it's a lot of pressure, a lot of cardio, a lot of energy exerted. And he mixes it up probably better than a majority of these guys on that list. He goes from striking to wrestling. He's got good submissions. He's one of the most well-rounded fighters in that in that weight class there. So, I don't know. I mean, he can make it a dog fight and Connor start to will as well. And if, if, like I said, if, all, Benil, if Benil got that fight, not a doubt in my mind, he would try to fight it just like he did the Ferguson fight, which I thought was you know smart. Mm-hmm. He's going to take him down. Yeah. He's going to try to take him down. And we'll see if he gets him down there. Look, he's great on the ground. It's great pressure and he can do some damage and stuff, but he's going to have to get him down. Yeah. Not an easy task. People do not give Connor enough credit for he does have pretty good defensive wrestling. I think it goes in phases. Cuz like guys like Nate Diaz were able to take him down. But then like he had a, yeah, no, you know, Khabib, no, 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 Khabib had a hard time with no. him. He was, oh, Nate was not able to take him down. He got tired. He was exhausted. And I don't care who you are. When that happens, you're going down. What do you think Darius is going to fucking do to him? Fucking let, let him just walk around? Different, on, diff- different scenario. Totally different. <laughs> Completely different. 
Yeah, you're right. Darius can wrestle a hell of a lot better than Nate fucking Diaz. That's what the <laughs> difference is. What the fuck? I tell you what, if the UFC wants uh, Connor to be back up in the top three, put him against yeah. Darius. Oof. All right. That's a, that's a being slight honest. to. <laughs> I, and I like, dude, uh, I, 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 I like Benil. It's a bad stylistic matchup, in my opinion. Yeah. All right, guys. Hey, go to mybookie.ag. Use the promo code Wayne in. If you guys use that little barcode right there, the QR code, that'll give you a little bit of extra spending cash. And with all the stuff and the sports coming up and everything to bet on, don't miss your chance to get that little extra money on your first initial buy-in. So go to mybookie.ag. Use the promo code Wayne in because we sent you right. That's what that's what you're hearing it right now. We sent you. So go to mybookie.ag. Use the promo code Wayne in. They're gonna give you a little extra cash. You can bet on. What's going on right now? Baseball is over, right? So the World Series is done. Now we've got we've got fights. Of course, fights are all year round. And John and I have been helping out quite a bit for a lot of people to make some a lot of money because that's we got we did some good work with the Glover, Glover to Sheriff fight, especially with the in between round betting that type of system and everything else that was available. We've we've been able to make some money for some people, especially these last couple fights. And I mean, because I've been you know been on point lately <laughs> anyways but first go to mybookie.ag use that little qr code right there that give you some extra cash use that promo code wayne in and they're going to give you that extra cash and guys use it man we got football playoffs i mean not playoffs coming up soon but the season's starting to get a little nasty now so everyone's getting injured everyone's coming back from injuries there's a lot of good money to be made so use that promo code wayne in at mybookie.ag uh dana white says that he's waiting for Nunez, Amanda Nunez to basically decide um, what she's going to do before he decides what he's going to do with the featherweight division. But it sounds like he has doubts that it will be in existence for the long haul. <laughs> before you talk, John, before you talk, Go I'm, I know what you're going to say. That's why I said before you talk. I have a quick question. What the fuck is Dick Kayla Harrison doing at 155 in the PFL? <laughs> what do you think? They're giving her an option to be at 55. She can make 45. So where does that leave this question that you just asked me, John? Go ahead, answer it for me. <laughs> if she has a choice, look, look John, she has take a choice. Away. Yeah, Dana White's <laughs> going to leave it to a man to go. Oh yeah, we're going to have one forty-five. I, I think Dan. The the reason Dana's looking at things is take a look at the last you know featherweight fight they just had, Felicia Spencer against Letson. Oh. It, it just wasn't in. The, you know, it's not the kind of fight that. You're just not finding those fighters. You know, when, when you have the straw weights like Rose Namajunas and Wei Lee going and all the people that are below her, then you got the flyweights with Valentina and stuff. Action-packed fights that are really good. He's looking and he's saying, man, I, I don't have anyone to put against you. And he and he's right. You know, he's being on. And so when he's saying... I'm going to leave it up to Amanda. He'll leave it up to Amanda for, to a certain degree. But, you know, if you're Amanda, you're saying, absolutely, I want 145s. There's nobody that can challenge me, and I can weigh more. I feel better. I want the featherweight division yeah. open in the UFC, so I don't blame her. Yeah, I mean, look at what But Taylor I don't blame Harrison him in saying, no, we're not going to do it anymore. No, I don't blame him at all. I thought I actually think they should have shut it down a long time ago, you know. And uh, it's it's like if you're her, just keep doing what Kayla Harrison doing. I'm gonna stay at 55. I'm gonna collect all this money. Yep. And eventually I'll go back down and defend my 35 pound title when I feel the need, if I need to, and then come back up to 45. Fight yeah. fight females that are not on my level. 
that's the only concern. Like it, there are there are females there, but they're just not on her. But level. they're few and far She's between. Got, yeah, the, the ones so the ones that can actually challenge her, they're few and far between. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if look, I and I and I don't want to get into the cross promotion stuff, but I'm gonna split, say if you're gonna ah, keep that, there you go. You said you if were you're gonna, gonna keep it. that division. Just have those three girls fight each other. That's there it. you go. That's exactly. Don't even it. like if you're gonna say because then that, like it doesn't really hurt anybody because no one really like the weight class is the weight class. There's no one else to talk about. You might as well have the three do a round robin. Exactly. <laughs> That's it. Let's just let it go. And I'm just like who you know. And then at the end of that, let's just take a sabbatical from that weight class for another two years, and we'll come back and have to have have other girls, have other females fight at that weight class. Because right now, there's just no one. There's Kayla Harrison. There's Cyborg, and then there's Amanda. Nunes. Amanda. That's it. Yeah. That's all there is. Do you think she's coming back down to Bantamweight to, um, so that she can kind of get get in shape for the potential of a Valentina trilogy? Mm, I don't know. I mean, Valentina keeps saying that she's going to fight Amanda again before she retires, but I don't know. I couldn't tell you. She's peaking right now, but, I mean, it's getting to the point where she's she's easily beating everyone. That she's gonna eventually start to just like kind of cruise through training and either get beat, or she just won't be the same fighter when she gets up to that weight class, <clears throat> because yeah. she hasn't been challenged at all. The challenge is inside the cage against some of the top fighters. This some of the top fighters. That's what gets you sharper. Well, she's already pretty much wiped out that whole division. Where's she at? One, well, yeah. I mean, so Chigagian, Murphy, Maya, Wood. I mean, Maya gave her Maya gave her a good fight. Yeah, she did. But was it a good fight in terms of it was a good fight because she just didn't fight well that night, or was it a good it fight? Could be. That, but it was. That, but that, you got you got to look fight. and say it was competitive, and so that's given her a good fight. Whether it's a was a bad day for Valentina, maybe possibly, mm-hmm. but it was competitive, and and there was moments. Nope. You know, Jennifer won. Uh, I know she won at least one round. I'm not. I think maybe two on some scorecards. So, well, we just talked about her last weekend, and she she impressed me. And she's Andrea Lee. Now I know she's got a little ways to go, <laughs> but I'm just saying, like she's had she's had two good wins that I just that I've seen recently. Yeah. And she looks good. So <clears throat> she seems to be on point with her striking. She seems to be on, you know she's putting things together real well. So that might be someone to keep an eye on. You know, making a run. And then so is, uh, what's her name? Santos. So Talia Santos, Talia, whatever her name is, is Santos. She looks like if she gets a win this weekend, she might be able to make a little bit of a run. That's the real question. So, She's got to get that win this weekend. Know. She might do. Uh, all right, next. <clears throat> That's going to wrap up for uh, news oh. stories. We're going to do a handful of uh, fan questions before we wrap up. Um, oh, so all right, let's do it. I'll take it away with the first one. So first one comes from Evan. Who says or asks, can a corner create codes for the fighter that are insults to the other fighter? For example, can Blahovich's coach make Glover's, uh, make in quotes, Glover Teixeira has a disco ball head, end quote, into a code <laughs> to tell Yan to throw a certain technique? I assume that the corner insulting the op- opposing fighter is usually illegal, but is this a valid loophole? No, it's not a valid loophole. You're going to sit there, oh, that's my codes. Good. Your codes are going to get you disqualified from the fight. Or it's going to get your corner really booted out of the damn uh, area by the cage. So, look, I have in fights, 
I have had corners removed for saying certain things. Okay. Don't want to do it, but that's what you'll do when they're doing things that, you know, they're not in there to, you know, be hit. And so to try to get someone's attention or to try to make them mad at them, can't do that. The corners are allowed to talk to their own fighter. You can't sit there and say, well, our code says that he's this. No, doesn't work that way. If that's what your code is, you screwed up and you're going to end up either stop the talking completely or you'll be removed. Interesting. That's the dumbest code situation I'd ever think of. Yeah, that would be the dumbest code situation. (laughs) Go ahead, next. All right. The next question comes from uh, Abayomi Maha who asks, count our question to an answer from last week's fan questions. Uh, I know we didn't do one last week, but the last one he meant. Is Izzy Adesanya the guy who could be three-weight world champ? I think he could. He was 2-2 going into the fifth with Jan uh, and was winning the round until Jan got the takedowns and he walks around light enough that he could easily make 170. What do you guys think? No, I don't think he can. I think, uh, I think the 205s is a problem for him. He's got the length for it, but he doesn't have the frame as far as carrying. You know, he's he's got to carry another man's weight more in that situation. Uh, just the pressure of it, you know. You take a look, and you know, you look at some of the the guys in the light heavyweight. You know, the light heavyweight belt in the UFC has moved around quite a bit now. You know, you had uh, John Jones having it; and he was the guy who had it forever. You know. Now he moved up to heavyweight. So then, you know, Jan Blahovitz wins it in a match with, you know, Reyes. And he's the champ. He beats Adesanya. He then loses it to Glover, who's now the champ. So you've had a lot of actual movement in that weight class. But just the move up is not an easy move. You know, to, people think that it's easy to just, oh, you can climb up if you're good. It's a huge weight difference. It's 20 pounds. That's big because the guy going into that, you know, fight, if if you're a 185 pounder and, and you normally walk around, it will say 210. You shouldn't be coming into that fight more than what you normally walk around at. If you're carrying extra weight, it's going to end up causing you problems. So you want to be, okay, I, I only have to lose five pounds. Great. And then you gain your five pounds back and you're at 210. Well, your opponent, he's at 225, 230. I mean, that's a lot of weight difference for you to handle. It's a big difference, and weight makes a difference in a lot of areas. It makes a difference in sometimes just the damage that someone can put up with more damage because they just have more body mass. You know, the ability to hit a little bit harder, heavier shots, the ability to take a better shot at times. You know, no one's punch proof, and anyone can get knocked out, but you got to hit that perfect spot on a bigger guy more than you do on a guy that's not as big. So I just look at it. I think Adesanya is in the perfect weight class for him. He's fantastic there. Uh, I don't think he could be a three-division champ. Yeah, you have to remember, though, too, going to 70, it's 15 pounds. Going to 205, it's 20. So there's a difference. Like, for him to go down to 70, he'd he'd be cutting. He he wouldn't be the same fighter cutting 15 pounds. He wouldn't be the same fighter. Now, don't get me wrong. he, He could potentially beat them. I think there's a good chance he could beat him. But would he be the same fighter for five rounds if he had to go the distance? Someone like Kamaru Usman, who is a he's a tall, he's tall and long. 
You know, he he seems really tall and long. I mean, like I we saw him at the Bellator this he's last about weekend. Six he, foot. He's about yeah, he's six foot six one somewhere in there. What we're yeah, we're out of Sanya six four. Yeah. So him going down though, he would be depleted. He wouldn't be the same fighter. Now he could do it. Maybe he could win. But him going to two hundred five, that's different because you're you're fighting someone who is twenty pounds heavier and obviously a lot more by fight time. You know what I mean? So you're going to put the weight on, but you also don't want to lose your speed. You don't want to use your mobility, all of those things, because those are going to play a factor on you staying away from the big guy. So that's that's real hard to do. I think in that in those upper weight classes, it's going to be a little bit harder to do. And unless you need a, you're going to have to have a talent like a John Jones. If you're going to do that, if John could have made 185, I could have seen him being the three-division champion. If he could have cut down to 185, I don't think he could have made 185. No way. That's the thing. At 205 and heavyweight, I think all day long. He just I don't think he could have ever got to 85. But you would need a talent like that, though, to do it. And if you're going to see that, that's why I think it's so important to talk about uh, Henry Cejudo. If you're going to see the the three-division champion, I think you're going to see it in the 125, 135, 145-pound weight class or 135, 45, 55, kind of in that area there because the jump isn't so much. It's only 10 pounds. you know. So a lot of these guys can just eat naturally, just – you know, keep their normal frames, do whatever it is they do in training, and maybe bulk up a little bit as they get to the upper weight class. But that's about it. I think like with Henry Cejudo, he's got a good chance because he can wrestle the dickens out of all these dudes. All of them. <clears throat> all right, next. Next question from Dexter <clears throat> Watson. Question for both John and Josh. In boxing, corners are more likely to throw in the towel uh, compared to MMA. Do you think that the have-to-show, have-to-win payout forces a camp to risk not throwing in the towel? Uh, and in parenthesis, less paid fighter slash camps betting on a KO or submission versus throwing in the table. Um. Okay. The let's talk real quick about the half the half uh, pay. I've always thought the half pay was bullshit. I think what the, the, the I'm just being honest, and not even so much from a fighter's perspective, because fighters don't train. They shouldn't. They don't train less hard. They don't put as left as as less effort out. They sh- they sh- they should always be putting as much effort out as they possibly can to win the fight. 50-50 is bullshit. It should be more of a 70-30 and I'm okay with that. I also believe this. If you're going to pay some like with Coker a long time ago when I was strike force, there was a here's your purse, here's a little bit of a bonus, and here's a finishing bonus. So there was like three, you had three purses you could have got. So it could have been, you know, it was like, let's say I was making 200000 I had like a $50,000 bonus for, for winning, and then I had another $50,000 bonus for finishing. So there was a lot at stake, you know, if you're making that kind of money. There's a lot in terms of you can make this much, and then you can make this much to win, and then you can make this much more if you push yourself to get a finish. So it was a lot of incentive involved in every aspect. And I think that's kind of the way, that if you're talking about how these things, how these contracts should go, I always kind of felt like it should have been more like that. You know, a little bit heavier on the um, on the show money because the camps are expensive now. I mean, like in terms of nutritionists, making sure you're getting top at you're a top athlete now. This sport has changed. When I had first started, we were fucking. I was eating top ramen and showing up to training, you know, and going and having sushi and, a, and a soda. Yeah, sushi and <laughs> sushi and a soda after training. You know, like that's what I would eat. And then my, I'd train in the evening. I'd go to Jack in the Box and get the chicken, chicken fajita, pita. That's what I would eat. Like it, there was no nutrition back then. It was you just ate whatever you could afford. Now it's like they're getting paid well, but things also cost money. If you want to keep up with all the other athletes, 
you know, you, you got to hire a nutritionist. You got to hire someone that can look over you in your training. Training is a lot more intense now. You have a strength conditioning coach separate from your actual jujitsu coach and your boxing coach or your wrestling coach, whatever it is. There's a bunch of little coaches that are involved. So those are those are the hard aspects of this fight, but I, I of this argument with this with this question here, because the half 50 50 is is a bunch of crap, you know, um, but throwing in the towel should never reflect on what the fighters making. So it doesn't matter what the fighters making. It should never reflect that. Just throw it in. If someone's getting hurt, what the fuck you doing? Save their life. When you when the person says that it seems to happen more in boxing, it does not. Uh, what you're it really depends on who the coach is. And how much confidence the coach has in themselves as a person. Uh, you'll see the guys like the Trevor Whitmans, the John Hackelmans. They throw in the towel. I've seen them do it multiple times. Because they know when their guy has given everything he give. And there's nothing left. And why am I going to let my guy get beat on? So it's uh, it really goes with the coach itself. And I do I think that there is some bit that you know trainers do look and say, you know, I, I didn't want to, you know, possibly take money out of my fighter's pockets. There's a possibility. That's a really stupid excuse, though, because what you're doing is if you allow your fighter to take excessive abuse in a fight, you're affecting his pay down the road because he'll never be the same fighter and he'll never make the same amount of money. So, yeah, true. Next. Next question comes from Noah uh, Weil. For both, name a fighter with the most star potential that you'd want to pull from the UFC and put in Bellator that could be a game changer for the company. Ooh. Name a fighter. Name a fighter that could be a game changer for the company. Star potential. Star potential. Ooh. I can't really say that they have one right now. I don't, you know, I mean, like if I was to steal someone only because I know that the Bantamweight tournament is coming up, I'd steal Peter Young. <laughs> like, only because I know that, I know that Bellator is going to be doing a Bantamweight tournament. And I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't you, you, think, you think he's talking about uh, uh, champions you could take or just someone that's. Just anybody. He's anybody. I would, I would say someone like a Sean O'Malley, if you're talking Bantamweights. You know, he's got star yeah, potential possibly, because. Yeah. That's yeah. a guy that you could sit there and take. Yuri Prochezka out of the light heavyweights. That would be a guy that you could take, you know, and uh, have that. Well, who's a guy Who's a guy we could take that would change people's perspective on on what Bellator is? <clears throat> like if you were to take someone from the UFC, I don't, I don't, I know they, look, I know they've got stars. I'm not, no way am I trying to knock them. They, they have stars. Okay. But like not one of them can be moved to another organization and change the game. No, not one. If I was to say any of them, it would probably just be either. It'd probably just be Izzy because he's got the, he's got the dance, he's got the swagger. He's got, he fights, you know, he has a style of which people can, can get behind and support. Other than that, I don't know. It, you know what, John? I think I just saw right here. Rose, Rose Nama Yunus. star power. Like she's a stud. She's a stud. I, I can't think of anyone else. I'd go Rose. I'd go Izzy. Those are probably the only two that I could see ever, like, not just coming to Bellator, going to any organization and being able to change the the, look, the outlook of what it is or whatever. I don't know what it is, but it's 
don't know. Max? Maybe Max? Max Holloway? Yeah. Yeah. He's just, you know, Hawaiians, man. They've got a, they've, they've always got <laughs> followers. You know, you look at Alima Lane McFarlane. We went to Hawaii. The arena was popping, man. Just insane. Like the whole week was, the buzz was all about it. Max has that BJ Penn type feel to him, you know? It's like they all just have that that feel. Like the Hawaiians love him, support him. All the island people love him and support him, you know? All the people from Guam, all the people from Hawaii, all the people from other islands, they all support them. They love them. So, I mean, maybe possibly, like I'd say, like Max, Izzy. Yeah, I can't, I can't think of anyone else, just to be honest. Next question comes from Sensei, who asks, question for Big John. Is it legal to tickle someone to try to escape a submission oh slash God. being mounted? Related question for Josh. What would you do if your opponent tickled you in the middle of a fight? I do it all the time in the gym. As simple as it gets. If you're in the middle of a fight, if you think tickling works, you're not too bright. Because as you're trying to tickle someone, they're punching you or elbowing you in the face. Okay? Yes, you could try to tickle someone. It won't work it's the dumbest thing i've heard it for years could could you tickle the guy yeah yeah it's gonna work for you do it trust me john it's great great technique it works you want to know why it works no you know let me tell you ladies and gentlemen it works you just have to say the words tickle 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 thank you i didn't know that until now see i just learned something from you i'm telling you the funniest thing is, John, tickle, honestly, tickle, tickle. in the gym, tickle, 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 no, <laughs> honestly, guys, guys in the gym, I would tickle them and they wouldn't affect them. As soon as I started saying tickle, tickle, they let go. They was like, oh my God, oh my God. They realized what you were doing and they're like, oh shit, he's tickling me. <laughs> the dumbest thing. But it I'm going to do that and went to Warrior. It, yeah, it worked work. in the gym. It yeah. worked in the gym. I'm doing it doesn't it. work if you're fighting. Stupid. Thing. What happens uh. if? What happens? Yeah, you see, you don't want to waste your time trying to tickle someone, because the, the people in the gym, you know, you know them, you train with them, you know they're ticklish. Which ones are? So, what if you're what the guy you're fighting is not ticklish? <laughs> like, now you're really screwed. Then all you gotta say is tickle, 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 <laughs> tickle, 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 tickle. <laughs> all right. Oh, well, what would I do if I got tickled? I mean, it depends. If he didn't say tickle, 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 I probably wouldn't realize it. So I just. <laughs> This was the that was the greatest question, by the way. I love it. Uh, all right, uh, I'm not next. even gonna try to pronounce this name, but you'll know it's your question because you asked it. Yeah. Uh, how did you score Nate Diaz versus McGregor two? I still see arguments about the scoring till this day. I I thought the judges got it right. Like it was close, but if you if you're taking a look there, you know, and I I've got to go back and watch it to you know come up with round for round. But obviously, Connor knocked him on his butt in the first and second round. I think, you know, and he wins those. I think Nate wins the uh, the third, and I think he wins the fourth. And I and I think it was that Connor got the fifth. I I don't remember, but I I remember I had it. You know, as as I was in the cage watching it, I had Connor just a little bit ahead, and uh, I would have thought it would have been forty eight forty seven for Connor, and I think that's what it ended up as. Hmm. Maybe what we'll need yeah, to do I, is go back and watch it and do a reaction video for the. No, no, no! I'm not going to go back and watch it. I watched it. I watched it. The, I watched it live. That was enough for me. <laughs> I'm just uh, I'll make him watch it. It will make him watch it. 
Next. All right, last question is from Celtic Glasgow, who asks, Celtic or Rangers? Celtic or Rangers? Are we talking about hockey and basketball? <laughs> no, I I threw this one in because uh, I know what it means, but I know you guys wouldn't. Yeah, I was like hockey and basketball. Or hockey. Yeah, and I was like, well, that one's one's a basketball team and one's a hockey team. That's all I know. Yeah, that's all I knew. So I have no the idea. Rangers is a baseball team, also the Rangers, right? I have no idea who Celtic Glasgow is, and I'm a Rangers <laughs> fan, but it's the, it's the two soccer teams slash football teams from my hometown. Got it. Okay, okay, okay. And you're a Rangers I'm a Rangers fan? guy. I'm a Rangers guy, yes. Okay, I'll go with the Celtics. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, you don't all right, was that wrap us up there, Dave? That wraps us up. All right, guys. Well, hey, make sure you guys uh, hit the link down below. Go to our short. Is it, what are we calling it now? Wing and Extra. Wayne in extra. Go to our Wayne in extra channel because oh, you that blew that, is, didn't you? Yeah, Just blew it. I, right? I couldn't it even called. say it right. What is wrong with it's you? Called the Wayne. I was like, what is it called? The extras. <laughs> <Was> it, <laughs> the, extra. the reason why we call it the Wayne in extras because the Wayne in extra channel or whatever is because we're gonna be doing some more content it's during extra. the holidays. Because it's extra, it's not just clips. We're gonna have more. We have extra show on there already for you called Wayne Interjection, which we're about to film right now. And when we get done with that, you guys will be able to see that um, by probably Wednesday morning. But you're going to have to hit the notification bell to find out what time it drops. So in that Clips channel, that extra channel, <laughs> there you go. Uh, all right. So hopefully you guys enjoy this and uh, hit the subscribe button in our regular channel. And as well as all of our audio platforms, we're available on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify. You know, our main channels for that is iTunes and Spotify are the main ones that people listen to. So make sure you guys hit the subscribe button there. We want to thank you guys so much. And John. Last thing I want to say to Big Wood and Joanne Calderwood, now just Wood. Congratulations. I hope you guys have an incredible life together. And for everyone else out there, Thanks for listening, and we will see you.